Hi there. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Berks County's podcast series. I am your host, Beth Ireland. Um, We're continuing on in our little mini series about fostering. I mentioned in our, uh, our last podcast where we talked about fostering kittens that we have told a lot of foster stories, but we haven't really talked about what it means to foster, how to foster, how to get started. So I have a uh, very committed foster mom here with me today. Hello, Sue. Hi. Thank you for joining me. Well, thanks for having me. Okay, so let's start with how long have you been fostering? It's about a year and a half now. A year and a half. Do you Mm -hmm. know off the top of your head how many dogs you've done? 17. 17 dogs in a year and a half. Yes. What do you have at home for animals, like your own? Mm -hmm. We have two dogs of our own. They were both in foster, not through the ARL. It's kind of how we got started in it. Um, We wanted to give back somehow. Um, So we have two dogs of our own, and we have two guinea pigs. And two guinea pigs. And you have two kids. Two kids. Which are how old? Uh, 17 and 10. Okay, so old enough to, like, participate Mm -hmm. in this process. Oh, very much so. They love it. Um, so 17 dogs. Holy moly. What do you say? Okay. So I don't do math in my head. What do you think your average stay has been? Three weeks. So that's why that's about what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. Okay. So that's one of the questions I hear all the time is how long will I have it? Cause I think people are afraid like they're going to get stuck with this dog for mm-hmm. six months. What's the longest you've ever had one? We had one for four months. That one had some medical issues that needed to be taken care of. And that's the reason it took a little longer. Four months is also my longest and also yeah. for medical reasons. Yeah. Three days was my shortest. Okay. Yeah. Ours was less than, I think a week maybe yeah. was our shortest. So it can really be, um, it can, it can be any amount of time. There's just no telling, but on average three, four weeks. Yes. Yeah. And I think that, um, it's interesting because our, our earlier ones took longer. It took us a little while to know how to promote the dogs. Mm-hmm. And once we knew how to do that a little bit better, we had more luck. Um, it's Okay, so let's let's go back to the beginning of your foster journey. You decided you were going to foster. You contacted the ARL, talked to our foster coordinator. Uh, we do ask you to fill out an application, which is a pretty quick two-page process. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any preferences? Did you say, we, I only want this kind of breed or only this sex or things under 50 pounds, anything like that? We needed um, sm- dogs on the smaller side because, strangely enough, our bigger dog, I think because he came to us with some issues, he's a little bit afraid and intimidated of bigger dogs. Although, along the way, we have had a few bigger ones. But they, our dogs tend to do better with smaller ones. So. Okay. So that's really important. If you mm-hmm. have, if you know what you need to work mm-hmm. in your house, we're going to work with you to make sure you get that. I also prefer smaller dogs. Mm-hmm. I um, also have a larger dog that's a pit mm-hmm. bull, um, and she just likes the little ones. Mm-hmm. It's not that she doesn't like the big ones. She just mm-hmm. she she just she just likes the little ones. So, but we also have fosters like Liz McCauley, our executive director. She is pretty exclusively fosters one breed. Um, if that's where you have your experience, like we're happy to use you in that, mm-hmm. uh, in that aspect. We don't expect you to take anything into your home that you're not comfortable with. Right, right. And we did have one that um, didn't behave properly in our home. And it just, our dogs were so intimidated. We just brought it back and that there were, it was fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, meet and greets. So mm-hmm. when you're new to fostering or or even if you're a seasoned foster, you have the opportunity to bring your dogs to the shelter to meet a potential foster for you to determine if you're going to be comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you still do that? 
Yes. After all this time, you do. Oh, oh, you mean our dogs? Yes. My own dogs? Yeah. No, they've they're, they're so seasoned. Yeah. At, yeah. We're the same way. We, my husband yeah. and I, probably probably the first maybe half dozen dogs we would bring our dogs to the mm-hmm. shelter to do the meet and greet. Um, but they're they are seasoned veterans at this point, right? Too. And they just kind of they accept it exactly. Yeah. So we will. Um, facilitate that meet and greet for you if you would like to bring your dogs to the shelter to meet a potential foster dog we will um walk you through that process mm-hmm. we the last thing we want is for you to get home and to feel uncomfortable with introducing dogs so we'll take care of that for you too um what about food water well not water but crates toys anything like that um have you ever purchased any of that or does arl take care of everything um there, I'll pretty much will anything. I mean, I know right. like I've picked up some extra toys and stuff right. along the way, right. but um, if I ever need a bed or a crate or anything right. like that. We actually have two crates in our home right now, and our dogs don't use crates, so we have a small one and a bigger one, just because <laughs> there's no point in us bringing it back because we're, we right. just do it so much. You just yeah. keep going. Yeah. Um, Medical care. You mentioned that you had mm-hmm. you've had some fosters over time that mm-hmm. have required medical care. Mm-hmm. Um, any cost to you? No, none whatsoever. No, the foster program will take care of all of that, and we do ninety five percent of the time let you make the appointment so that they work with your schedule. Absolutely. Um, we do have a network of vets. Usually, we'll just let you pick whichever one's closest to you. Right, and they're um, all wonderful. They <laughs> are. I, I have met some wonderful vets um, because of fostering what what's it like to get a new dog home like what is your process for introducing a new foster dog to your dogs we usually take them outside and let them meet outside and let the dog feel comfortable let it do its business we bring it in we keep it on a leash for a little while because after being in the shelter we we don't always know if it's house trained Mm -hmm. and um sometimes even if it is it's just nervous um we just take things very slowly um oftentimes they come to us very nervous um and it's really fun to watch them just settle down and become themselves it is and i have seen your family particularly has Mm -hmm. taken on some really nervous Nervous little cases yeah Yeah. and you guys are great with them yeah it's fun it is really fun my my mom and i on our last podcast were just talking about that rewarding feeling you get um from watching them be this when you get them to becoming this when you let them go and there's just there's nothing good that compares yeah yeah people often say to me how can you do this how can you let them go but that's the reason because we can bring in another one if we can we could easily have kept every single one of our fosters but obviously with 17 i couldn't (laughs) (laughs) i think there's laws against that we don't live on a farm (laughs) (laughs) um but you just have to keep in mind that there's another one out there and you're saving them so right um so we talked about, oh, what about, do you have cats? You don't have any cats? No. Okay, so if you have cats at home and have concerns about um, bringing a dog into your house, that is something we can actually cat test um, the dog at the shelter for you prior to you taking the dog home too. Um, same thing with kids. We don't guarantee anything with kids, so we want you to be sure mm-hmm. that you are comfortable with kids. So we will ask you to bring your kids in, um, meet that dog, make sure you're comfortable with the interaction, and off you go. Um, 
What else? Like, what would you tell people who are thinking about fostering? How would you sell it to them? Just try it. It is, it is so rewarding. Um, and if you do have children, it's such, you are giving them a gift. You're teaching them so much about loving and caring for something greater than themselves. Um, and also like, I, I, I guess if somebody's breed specific, that's okay. But one of the things that our, my children have learned is, don't don't judge because some of the funniest looking dogs we've fallen in love with the most because they came into our home and we wouldn't have picked it in the shelter but once it came to our home it was just wonderful it is it is definitely strange the ones i mean there's definitely we my husband and i are probably around 20 or 25 altogether and the ones that we have bonded a little stronger to mm-hmm. is the same thing are not the mm-hmm. ones that not I would have, that I would have picked. If nope. I seen a picture, this was not what I would have picked. And it's funny. So, um, we've talked about a few times, on um, past podcasts, our era, um, angels foster program has undergone a little bit of a change. We changed the name from gray muzzle to, it is now called ARL angels. Um, and we are willing to place dogs of any age into foster homes, which we kind of have been doing anyway, but we hadn't really been talking about it and marketing it that way. Um, do you guys have a preference? Do you like the seniors? Do you like younger ones? We just like the ones in need. It, we don't have a preference. We've had a variety. Um, the seniors, we've had younger ones that were just too nervous to put out on the floor. Um, we've had ill ones that we've nursed back to health. Um, so... You've yeah. just done the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so will you keep on? Oh, absolutely. Is there anything like, you know, your kids going to college or anything like that? Anything that you think will make you go, I need a break? It's interesting. My daughter wants to commute to college and, and she said she definitely wants to continue to help. So, <laughs> well, and that's another important thing. Like as a parent, you know, you're saying that this teaches them a lesson, but it's also, um, you know, kind of grooming them to give back when Absolutely. they get older, you know, like yeah. your kids certainly will foster when Absolutely. they have families. Yeah. We hear that from a lot of families that they're thrilled that this is an activity that they can do together mm-hmm. and it teaches mm-hmm. so many lessons. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So I think we kind of covered it all. That's how you foster a dog. You fill out an application, you do a meet and greet, you take it home. We give you all the stuff. Oh, no, you know, what we didn't talk about is what happens when the dog gets adopted. So what will happen is um, interested people, we will post your dog on our website, on our Facebook page. Um, You are great about bringing your fosters to events to get Mm -hmm. them um, Mm -hmm. some exposure to people in real life since they're Mm -hmm. not in a kennel. Mm -hmm. So what happens when you get the call or the email from the shelter saying somebody's interested? I usually get an email... um uh, that shows what the person has said. And I look at it and try to decide if that looks like a good match or not. I think after a a dog's been in your home, it's really important because you've loved it so much. If you feel that this is like the perfect match, it's so much easier to let go. Um, and, and oftentimes we thought, oh, we couldn't let go. But when we found the match, it was so perfect that it was easy to let go. Right. So, we will email you or call you, whatever your preference mm-hmm. is, let you know someone's interested. We will let the two of you pretty much schedule a time that works mm-hmm. for both parties. Right. So we're not ever going to ask you to take off of work early or no, anything. No. Um, and now with our expanded hours, we are open some more evening hours and some additional weekend hours. So that makes it even a little bit easier. So if they have dogs and kids, they're going to meet you at the shelter with your foster dog. Um, and you're just going to kind of let them interact. Right. And see and what see happens. see how it goes. 
And then that family, um, they'll decide if that's the right dog for them. And if it is, um, they'll fill out the application and Mm -hmm. off they go with your foster dog. Right. Just like that. And I usually say, okay, do you have another one for us to take home? (laughs) I'm the same way. It's it's always easier for me if I can just Just take another one right right away. away. But there are some people that need Need a break. break. Yeah. And that's okay too. Yes. Whatever Whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather you foster one animal a year than no animals. Right. So we'll work with you on that. So again, if you've been thinking about fostering, um, we'll work with whatever your needs are. If you need a small Mm -hmm. dog, if you need a dog of a specific breed, if you only want a female, Mm -hmm. um, we can work with all of that. If you have a dog at home that needs a specific type of partner, if you've Mm -hmm. got a, you know, an alpha male, we'll find you a submissive female that will will work with it. Um, We're going to let you do meet and greets at the shelter. Uh, We're going to give you everything you need. We're going to facilitate a meet and greet with a potential adopter. We're going to make sure you're comfortable with that adopter before we send that dog out the door. Absolutely. Which is a big deal. It is. And that's kind of, that's a difference in fostering cats or from fostering kittens to dogs because kittens you bring back to the shelter and they get Mm -hmm. adopted when they get adopted. Um, Whereas with dogs, you hold on to until Mm -hmm. that adopter comes forward. So Mm -hmm. um, fostering is really rewarding. We hope that... um, We hope that everybody listening will consider. So, Sue, we'll talk to you again. Maybe we'll tell a specific one of your foster stories. You've got so many to pull from. I'm sure you've got some good ones in there. Um, For everybody listening, if you would like more information on our foster program now called ARL Angels, please visit www.berksarl.org. Click the Programs tab and then click Foster and you'll see all the information you need to get started. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next week. 